Reach the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome listeners, welcome JV Pickers, Josue here, back with working together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is, go shazam yourself. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs, Geek Elite Media presents, Jukebox Vertigo. Let's find out who's around the table. We have a sweet new guest, his name is Aaron. How are you buddy? I'm good, thanks for having me. Oh, you it's a pleasure to have you, it's awesome. Um... We'll come back to you for uh, introductions, but let's all be here together. We have, again, the recurring of the awesomeness that is Daniel. Thank you guys for having me yet again for a third time. I love doing the show with you guys. So, again, thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> you were about to fucking bail on me for a hat trick. So, I'm actually really happy that you're here, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And, of course, as always, we're going to have Keith. Yo. Um, Josue, this We've been doing this a while together, and this is probably the hardest week I was, I've ever had picking songs. Dude, I'm so pissed about this week. I'll, I'll share later. You know uh, what I oh, had yeah. to go through. And, uh, but before we get to that, first and foremost, Aaron, how are you, buddy? Can you tell us a little bit, bit about yourself? Oh, I'm good. Um, I live in Yuma. I work in cybersecurity. I've been doing uh, Geek Elite since it started. I Nice. I designed the numerous logos over the years, including the current one that looks like a blue cube, uh, designed the website, just a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I did do a pod podcast with Mitch back in the beginning uh, called Standard Definition, where we would watch like the first season of an old TV show. And then we'd have to talk about it, see what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, could it be rebooted? If it were to be rebooted, who can be like in the cast? Who who would be our like um, our like wish list of cast members and stuff, and uh, you know stuff like that. <laughs> That's pretty dope. We're actually, another another Geek Elite member, and actually from its inception. So fuck yeah, hell yeah. Since since the beginning, <laughs> well, that was really cool. And now we actually get to pick your brain uh, music wise. So this will be very fun. And again, much more personal because it's like the secrets of your Shazam. So I'm excited to get into it. So, but first. Let's uh, get a little icebreakers going and uh, let's get some recommendations out in the open because I listen to a lot of shit. I mean, it's been two weeks, so a, a two weeks worth of new stuff to come out. And let me tell you, there was only one bad thing that I actually just like just actually gave a shit to listen to only because I knew at least I anticipated what I was going to get myself into. I just didn't think it was going to be as that unpleasant, but. The offspring, the, yeah, the offspring album, oh. "Let the Bad Times Roll," was really a whole case of let, letting the bad times roll. Like, <laughs> what was the, the the last one was was actually really good. Like, "Fall from Grace" or, or, or that one, the 2007 album. Mm -hmm. That one, as much as I kind of wanted to bag on it because it's just like it wasn't one of, part of the classics, it was actually really fucking good. This one just really felt just boring the whole time. <laughs> so I'm sorry to just like make a shit on this one, but I, I just I, I didn't have a good time in letting the bad times roll. But now, everything from here on out is a top shit recommendations. Really, really fun stuff. Uh, let's go with Snoop Dogg. 
he had a really, really good album called mm-hmm. From the Streets to the Sweets. Did anybody listen to it? I, I did. Not. A bit. No. A bit. Oh, you didn't get to the best one, Keith. <laughs> the <laughs> last song is really fucking good. Totally relatable. Uh, it's called Left My Weed. And it's really everything about... I swear to God, this whole, this whole album is about getting ready. Like, put on the... the Get ready with me, fucking play uh, set list. Uh, jam out to this shit the whole time, and then once you get to the party, you realize that you fucking left your weed. And <laughs> it's so funny because like Snoop Dogg gets like sassy in his in his, his in part of his raps while he's kind of like talking it through and is like reaching into his bag, and now he's mad. It's so fucking funny. But then the hook on like how who is it the feature? I'm sure it's Devin the dude. He just comes in with the fucking like the sweetest hook on how much of a bummer. Cause I need it. I need it. Oh God. Right. Recommend it. Get to the fucking end of the album. It's really fucking good. Uh, the next one is my boy, Aleman Mexican rapper also had his whole album, uh, come out. The last episode I was talking about a single. This one was really fucking good. The whole thing is called Humo na Trampa. Yeah. Humo na Trampa Tres. Uh, smoking the trap, uh, number three and holy shit. So the whole thing's really good. Like he fucking like, let's lose and does this fucking thing fucking popping off smoking weed and shit but there's a song in the middle that is not him it's it's credit like the whole thing is like it's aleman 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 and then in the songs it's including the features right but then this song in the middle called haciendo lo fino is credit it's credited to ramon contreras and it just that takes a whole step away from from the rap and and like the beats and it becomes an actual like like a Mexican like banda song, and it's really fucking good. At first, I thought it because I, I missed the name switching, so I thought it was like him taking an actual serious approach to this genre instead of just like making a joke about it or just like kind of like like we were talking like the bro co- bro country earlier. But there's a, a mm-hmm. lot of like shitty banda that just is all about like the the cartel and like the smoking and the shooting and shit. So, but this one, I, so I thought it was, it was gonna be kind of that. But this one, I seen little fino. Fuck, it's actually really good. Uh, so it's just surprising that it's just like I didn't know where in the middle of, of the album it's just somebody else and a totally different approach. So again, recommend that song in particular. It's really good. Uh, and then taking it back to another fucking set of singles I was talking about last episode and the album actually came out. Dinosaur Jr. How did the album come out? Sweep into the space. Sweep into space. Sweep it into space. <laughs> Sorry. Um, fuck, it's so good. If you want to have like a chill time, I already I was telling you that uh, uh, I ran so far was like a really good track on it. The whole thing just goes by so quick because you're just like, fuck, you're just throwing back to the 90s and that Dinosaur Jr. sound. And you're just going to love it. Again, another recommendation. It's really good. Um, one that I didn't get to listen to all the way, but it was fun to, like, to just have now. It's a uh, baby metal. Had 10 baby metal years. You, you. you. <laughs> it was like, the greatest hits. And then maybe think it was like, holy shit, baby metal has been around for 10 years god damn that's been a while uh so yeah there was still that one. look 12 years old they still look 12 years old <laughs> okay so now those were the albums now cutting it uh, to the smaller projects there was a really really fucking good ep uh that came out uh it, the, e- the ep itself is called nowhere but the actual band is called uh victory over the sun and mm-hmm. i say band but i mean that loosely because it was all done by one person uh it's let me get the name because this, this project is just like really fucking incredible it's only four songs but the last song i mean they're all like it's a seven minute song two three minute song an eight minute song and the last song it's just it's 21 minutes long 
And this whole thing was written entirely by one person, Vivian Talinska. So give that shit a go. It's on Bandcamp. Look up Victory Over the Sun. Support like support tra- uh, trans band because it's a great artist here. And <laughs> I followed Twitter and they're they dress like they have this whole aesthetic of dressing like a 50s uh 50s mom like a 50s aesthetic fashion mom but they're just like riffing like riffing on their guitar or a loose fucking bass it's just really awesome Mm -hmm. uh so give that shit a go nowhere -er. it's just it's heavy as fuck and it's all one person now singles singles all around it's really fucking awesome uh my least favorite single, only because it felt more like an interlude, or it might be the intro. Gojira has been knocking out the, all the singles, and they had the chant. It was okay. I, I think this is gonna be a, a better song with like the previous song or the song after it with it. I don't get why it was single. It was it was kind of like eh, oh, it's okay. Favorite fucking single that came out this week was Mannequin Pussy with Perfect. <laughs> We had control. I mean, I've been vibing out to control, and it's been fun uh, dr- uh, driving out to that one. But they finally actually put out their punk and heavy song as they promised, and perfect is just awesome, just in your face. Marissa, Missy, just just fucking kills it. So, moving on, uh, a really fucking dope track that had I've had a lot of fun listening to was Willow, as as in Willow Smith had mm-hmm. Transparent Soul. And it's actually a really dope, like, like a rock punk, a punk rock song with yeah. that has Travis Barker doing doing the the drum track. It's really fucking good because she's still doing her Willow thing. She's come a long way from with my hair back and forth, and a lot of people just like don't give her enough credit for that because she has this great fucking song on her on her solo album, and then the way she approaches this song, it's still with a lot of attitude, but it's just like. I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's like she can't break away of how she sings. So she incorporates that into the song. And it just sounds really, really fucking good. So there was there was that too. Uh, last few songs are back-to-back <laughs> Snow the Product songs. There was uh, Never Be Me. Again, really, really good. And then there was uh, BZRP Music Sessions, Volume 39. So there's no title of this track. It's just her being on this other dude's music sessions show and fucking it she lets loose because in this one she does a really good job of just like of bouncing back and forth bilingual on not just line or as for a punchline but verse for verse it's, it's just really really good shit and then last one uh this is a really cool surprise dave Grohl had uh, put out a single but it wasn't really him putting out the single it was with his daughter violet Grohl, and the song is called Na- nausea it's actually really cool. I, I don't know if the band is actually Foo Fighters in the back or it's just maybe just him since he can play maybe all the instruments and and, just, and with her because I, I hopefully she was uh, one of the instruments too. But the song kicks ass. Like she takes the vocals and yeah, the song just sounds really, really good. Okay. It's, it's actually um, an homage to X, Ooh, the, the California band. Okay. Um, there's a whole story behind it where he, um, he found out that he's actually distantly related to the drummer from X. Shut up! That's awesome. And, and so he's he was like thinking about it and stuff like that. So that song is actually an homage to X, uh, which if you never heard X, they're awesome, by the way. That's really really cool. Um, okay, and really cool. I'm not gonna spend too much time on it because I I totally forgot. I didn't place them right. But two albums really quickly also came out. Is um, City Girl had C Girl come out. Uh, really really good shit. I was listening to that while I was reading my comics. A lot of fun. And then Mazzy Star had uh, an album out, but it's not a new new album. It's a 1994 live set. It's called Magic Hour, and it's it's Mazzy it's Mazzy Star, just magic. So 
you're, you're gonna love it okay that's pretty much everything i listened to uh <laughs> <laughs> let's dive oh, into it. So, what's so- up our uh, for our guests, don't feel like you have to match as much music as that's what he listens to. He oh, always yeah, does just, no. Okay, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, oh no, what did I get myself into? <laughs> uh, no, I mean I, I kind of made it a point to just uh, to myself to just like actually dive into all the new stuff I actually do listen to since this is kind of like my show. But really, no pressure. You just talk about whatever you've been uh, listening to lately. Of like, just, let's say just say you, let's say you were in the last episode. So what have you been listening to in the last like two weeks? Like what, what have you been jamming to? Aaron. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, well, I haven't really been listening to a whole lot. Like at home, I just, I while I'm while I'm sitting at work, it's a little, it gets a little monotonous just kind of sitting there at my desk, you know, the whole time doing my thing on the computer. So I, uh, I just pop in a CD and uh, been listening to a lot of stuff from like Goodwill, just because Goodwill CDs lately are only ninety nine cents. Dude, you um, buy treasures in Goodwill CDs. Dude, I found some awesome ones. I've been listening to a lot of Tom Petty. Um, I, I listened to the Family Values tour from ninety seven. Uh, <laughs> there's some, there's some really good ones in there. I've been listening to. I've been, you know, I'll throw on a CD, listen to a th- two or three tracks, and go, ah, not that, not this one. Put to some, put something else on. <laughs> um, yeah, I found, I found. All of Metallica's CDs from the eighties, um, nice. yeah, went 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 through went through the whole eighties discography and chronological order at my desk one day, and <laughs> yeah, it took a couple of days, but yeah, just stuff like that. It's pretty. It's all pretty random, um, but yeah, I've been. I'm trying to. Uh, a lot of it's online, but you know, like we're not allowed to burn our own CDs and bring them into work because we work in a secure building. So I'm yeah. we're only allowed to bring in retail CDs, but I have been listening to like a lot of synthwave stuff. Um, I, I really do like, um, time cop 83. Uh, I like Mitch murder. Um, I like a lot of, um, black mill Claypex is a little, little harder, but yeah, I like all those things, but I can never find them on CD. I'm probably going to end up having to pay like retail price for those. If I want to listen to them at work. Oh, for sure. Probably ship it out from a particular record store or something like yeah. that. <laughs> or straight from their like musicbaby.com or something like that. You know? <laughs> well, honestly, that's really cool. Cause I'm a, I'm a fan of listening to music that way. Like, like for a long time, I just really stayed away from radio because it was all just about the hit single. Exactly. And I actually just preferred diving into like the whole project. If there's one thing about, I get really excited for a new a new album. That's why I love talking about all the ones I just did, because uh, I just have this I just have this knack where like if I'm listening to a new album and I stop midway through for any reason, just have to go out or, or pause the music for at any po- at any point. I feel like I can't I can't dive into uh, back into it the same way, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just like my and it's my own thing. I'm just like appreciating a full record, and that's why I like it. And one of my favorite things is is the record good enough for a great album closer? It's just one of my favorite things. Oh, absolutely! Like when I. Uh... Um, I, I can't even. I can't think of the name of the album, but the the Tom Petty album that I found is the one that has "Free Fallen" and "Running Down a Dream" on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I've only ever heard those few singles that are from that album. Well, I let the entire album run uh, from beginning to end, and I love every single song on that album. Yeah, no, you realize that there's like a great better, album. Yeah, the better songs are hidden in there. It's like, why oh, weren't these? <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to share? Um, no, just uh, same old stuff. Just trying to trying to build my build my goodwill CD library for <laughs> for work. Uh, usually, no, if, I'm, if I'm if I'm at home, like I'm a, I, I 
I repair and refurbish game consoles and handheld consoles and things like that, like PSP and Game, oh God, cool. game Boy, Game Gear. I put new capacitors in them and I resell them or I give them away and or just add them to my ever growing collection. But if I'm if I'm sitting there um, like at my desk doing some soldering or whatever, I'll throw on like some techno or I'll like put on hackers. The movie hackers for like the fiftieth time that week, <laughs> just so I can like listen to Prodigy or Orbital and stuff while I'm while I'm doing my thing. By the way, that Tom Petty album, I think it's Full Moon Fever is the one you're talking. Yeah, about. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it's great. Well, fuck yeah, dude! Actually, I'm hopefully you get to come back. Hopefully, you'll want to come back so we can like pick your brain on other Goodwill finds because, yeah, like I said, I, I believe you. There's just so many treasures where you're just like, this is here. For two bucks, like three bucks, hell yeah! I found some good shit at Goodwill. I get, I get really. My buddy tells me I should buy a lottery ticket because I found a working three D printer at the at uh, Goodwill. Wow! I've, yeah, I found, um, I found a laser disc player. It, it's funny because I told, I told Mitch, I was like, "Hey, if you know anybody that has a laser disc player, I'm trying, I'm trying to find one. I'm starting a laser disc collection because you know I have a retro game room, and mm-hmm. what you know, VHS tapes take up a lot of space." and see dvds and blu-ray are like too new um but i was like you know what i love the artwork that's on laser discs and you could find some amazing laser discs like especially like horror movies watching them on an old crt television and stuff uh-huh. so i just started collecting uh laser discs and you know sending away for them and stuff and get like i found like my first pack i bought like 25 of them for like 30 bucks and they're all like in mint condition um so i was talking to mitch and i was like hey if you know anybody who has a laser disc player or looking to get rid of one you see one in the wild let me know and he was like yeah sure like two days later i uh, was at goodwill you know looking around their electronic section and i always walk over to where they have like the cd players and dvd players and stuff and i didn't find anything so the next day I, my wife and I went to Fry's, and fr- our Fry's is right next door to our Goodwill. And I was like, "Hey, on the way home, let me just stop at Goodwill really quick." She's like, "You just went yesterday." She could get kind of frustrated. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I know, but they they replenish like every single day. I just want to. We're here. Come on, let me just go look." She's like, "Fine, I'm just going to stay in the car. I'm not wearing shoes anyway." I'm like, "You never wear shoes." But anyway, <laughs> we, we, I, I go into Goodwill, go straight into the back, and I find a Panasonic Laserdisc player. And I power it up. I I try it, and it works. Um, my particular one will actually play audio CDs. So I went over to the media section, grabbed some random like Reba McIntyre or whatever, tossed <laughs> it in, saw that it was playing. So I was like, "Hey, laser works. Everything's good." So uh, brought it home, threw in one of my laser discs, and what do you know? It works. Now I have a working laser disc player. So That's- yeah, I find some pretty amazing stuff at Goodwill. Oh, dude, again, I fucking believe you. Uh, my, my straight go-to is because uh, I LARP, so I go straight to the toy section and find, and sometimes find, like, the latest or, not, like, the last year's Nerf gun that's, like, still 50 to 70 bucks, and it's like, five bucks? Fuck yeah, let's do it! That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, like, the greatest find to just, like, go over there with an arsenal. Uh, yeah, Goodwill is amazing. Yeah, I found... I found um the uh, cassette tapes, audio tapes, uh, Weird Al. I found like probably nine or ten of them, and they were forty nine cents a piece. Um, so I was like, hell yeah, I love Weird Al. I don't even have a cassette player, but I'm gonna buy these because uh, I love Weird Al. Well, one of them uh, was Poodle Hat. Well, Poodle Hat came out right when they phased out um, um, cassette tapes. So I I remember posting it on Reddit, like, hey, here's my fi- my find. I found ten Weird Al tapes at Goodwill. Well, like two years later, some dude messaged me on Reddit. And he was like, hey, 
um, you still have that poodle hat tape? Because I will pay you top dollar for it. And I didn't think anything of it. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You're going to pay like 20 bucks. And then I was looking around. (laughs) Yeah, I was looking around. I couldn't find poodle hat on cassette anywhere. I went to all these different websites. I went to Discogs, eBay, Mercari, couldn't find it. So then I messaged the dude back and I was like, yeah, I still have it. I was like, how much are you offering? And he goes, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Damn. And I was and I was like, holy shit, this thing cost me 50 cents. That's a low ball. So, <laughs> yeah. So so I didn't message him back. Um <laughs> I, I didn't message him back right away because because I threw it on eBay. And I was like, well, if he's gonna give me a hundred bucks for it, let me see what I can get on eBay. I ended up getting $250 for it on eBay. Wow. Wow. Cost me 50 right. cents. And now I'm constantly on the lookout for Poodle Hat again so I can check it out. <laughs> I'm gonna keep an eye on it too then. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Now we got to pick your brain a little bit more. That's fucking awesome. Uh, we definitely want you over again. Uh, so, oh, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> awesome. We haven't got to the good part yet. So, <laughs> Daniel, what yeah. have you been listening to? Um, I'm going to spitball or spitfire here, but uh, one of the things I oh, will go into a little bit of detail. I've been listening to Lissy. Um, she was basically or basically is the um, Lana Del Rey before Lana Del Rey happened. Um, She has her own covers. She also has her own like original music. Um, She has an amazing cover of uh, Kip Cuddy's um, Pursuit of Happiness. And then oh, you did send me that one. Yes. And she has an amazing cover of Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. So it's all accompanied by like that kind of like big band kind of thing has like, you know, that same feel as Lana Del Rey. And she has new singles as well. Works uh, has worked with a couple of other EDM artists. Um, So just great overall. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Gorilla still. Um, I have some Kiffs on here. I have some A Perfect Circle. I have some Piggy. I have some Kill Switch Engage. Morgan Page. I've been, yeah, it's been all over the place again this week. Nice. Anything else you want to share? Uh, or just like last bits. I don't want to like just move on without being like, and there was one more thing. Oh, three, uh, three teeth. Like they're actually pretty good. Nah, so they're pretty awesome. But other than that, uh, you said three teeth, three teeth. Yes. Nice. Okay. Just That's it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and Keith, what have you been jamming to? Uh, only one new thing. And when you started off, I only listened to one bad new thing. I thought you were going to mention this and I was going to be very upset with you. <laughs> um, we have three tracks from the new Billie Eilish album that's coming out later this year. Oh, <laughs> and uh, it's very good is what I'll say. I'm very excited for the album. I love Billie Eilish. So, yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I didn't listen to a lot that I don't talk about basically every week. But yeah, there are two exceptions to that. Um, one of my favorite podcasts I've talked about on the show before, Song versus Song, where they put two songs against each other that are kind of similar. Mm hmm. Uh, it came out this week, and the songs they chose were Veruca Salt Seether versus Cannonball by the Breeders. So both chick rock bands from the 90s. Who? And that sent me down a bit of a hole for both of those bands because I love them both. <laughs> uh, and for the record, the correct answer is Seether. Seether is the better song. <laughs> um, and the band Seether is actually named after the song Seether, by the way. Oh, no shit. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So... Um, and then that led me to a different path because this way uh, we talked about this, how Dave Grohl, you sent me the link. Dave Grohl did a version of Everlong where he kind of told the story of Everlong. Yeah. I have more to add to that story that came in this podcast, actually, of all places. Oh, cool. Um, so he wrote Everlong when he was getting divorced. 
his, his wife had basically kicked him out and he was all but homeless basically and uh he actually was already seeing another woman whether he was cheating on his wife or not is up to up for grabs but um he was already seeing another woman and that woman is actually uh, a member of Veruca Salt. Oh, uh, nice. she was Louise Post. One, she was the lead guitarist and one of the two vocalists. And so they were seeing each other, and that song is about about her, about Louise Post. Oh wow! And I'm going to say this, and you're going to be confused. She does the backing vocals on that. Get the fuck out! Really? So. So the question is, what backing vocals? <laughs> so, um, the guitar. If you listen when he's when he's strumming the doot doot doot, she's actually vocalizing doot 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 in the background. Oh, so those doot doos are in the song. He's not just doing that after the yes. song came out. Oh, oh my yes. god! And she she harmonizes on the chorus, but they digitized her voice a bit, so it's not recognizable as like her voice. Yeah, but if, but I went back and listened to it after finding this out. And yeah, she's very much harmonizing with him. It's very cool. It's like one of the best songs in rock history and finding new stuff about it's just awesome. So yeah, no, it totally is. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so that's basically the two things that it, I just love Veruca Salt. I love uh, 90s chick rock. It was totally. probably the best era to be a chick in rock. Like, Absolutely. Was, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Veruca Salt specifically is great. Also, when I was a little kid, my first crush was Veruca Salt from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So, <laughs> because, she, because she knew what she wanted, Josue. <laughs> she was a woman in control. And she, oh, God, she she's terrible. Why not tell Lyra? Well, my, Josue, my taste in women are, is clear. I, I like terrible women. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, she was a bad egg. <laughs> she was a bad egg. <laughs> yeah but anyways uh so yeah Veruca Salt and uh the Breeders and a hundred other 90s rock bands that are starting girls uh, except for whole whole sucks fuck Courtney Love but um Luscious <laughs> Jackson oh yeah fuck yeah and then like you can go into the more like soft stuff like Letters to Cleo as well and stuff it's just Ooh, a great, yeah. great era to be a, a female singer so um but yeah that's that's mostly what I've been listening to that's not related to this playlist because I honestly had to do a lot of research this week, at least last two weeks. So, <sighs> at least you did. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the actual jukebox, and the new page entry is "Go Shazam Yourself." And that was really, I'm really excited for this one, just to dig into your guys' phones because this one came at came to me like very very late last iteration, uh, uh, when we were trying to come up with with new categories. Like, oh shit, this is actually would be really interesting. And I didn't think I was gonna have to, but I should have screen capped a lot, like the whole list. Cause uh, let me tell you a little bit about my weeks, the right two last two weeks. I was really excited for this fucking category. I really want to dive into my phone and really get down to like what did I really Shazam? Cause it's been a while since I've actually Shazam stuff. But then I remember uh, the last time I actually did check the library, I had stuff that I, it still kept log of stuff I had Shazam from like the first time from like 2013. So I was excited just like to scroll to one to for some of these picks or three of these picks. And then because a couple of weeks ago I got a new phone and after 10 years with Apple, I went back to Samsung. There it just didn't just sync all the way, and I just don't have a fucking library to share with y'all <laughs> on what I should see in the last fucking 10 years. And I'm just so pissed. Uh, I 
don't get to like dive into my history with y'all. So I just had a really very rushed week on stuff I had to really ring out in my ears to really share with y'all the new stuff I had to Shazam. So I am really pissed at myself. I couldn't find my library. I fucking tried in websites on the actual website and laptop and on my phone. There was like two, maybe three possible emails and no, it just, they're just gone. So I'm sorry. I'm going to give you the new stuff and y'all just kind of <laughs> like it. Cause I did. <laughs> I did remember one, one that had to make sense. I did have to Shazam. So um, that, that was my week with, with the, with this thing. It, it was my category and I, I completely just fucking boofed it and just stupid me. <laughs> Aaron, uh, uh, have you ever used Shazam? I'm, I'm sure. I'm assuming you were since you're on this episode. <laughs> oh yeah. I actually have Soundhound. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I brought right. Soundhound. I called it SoundCloud, but yeah, Soundhound is the other one yeah. that was valid. But yeah, I, I could have just said yes, but I always had to make stuff difficult. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're hipsters here, so like we don't use the uh, traditional thing any ever. I, 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 <laughs> I did notice. I did notice that my Soundhound has a lot of trouble. I have an I have an iPhone 11 Pro, and I did notice that my Soundhound does struggle with a lot of songs. Like it'll say, "Oh, I can't, I can't hear anything," or mm-hmm. "I don't know what this is." But then I'll I'll ask Siri. And she uses Shazam, and it pops up in like three seconds. Immediately, yeah. 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 So I think I'm going to delete Soundhound and probably get Shazam or something. I use I tra- Shazam, to be honest. I tried looking into my Soundhound, too, and just, again, erased. So, fuck. If you, it used if to you be awesome, a, but now it sucks. Yeah. Because you have an iPhone, if you have Apple Music, Shazam connects to your Apple Music, too. So you oh, can that's red. I don't have Apple Music. I have Spotify, because I, I have, like, Google Nest and... Alexa and stuff, and yeah, both work perfectly on Spotify. So, yeah, <laughs> I have the exact same thing throughout the apartment. It works wonders. <laughs> I'm so I'm so mismatched. <laughs> uh, Daniel, have you gone about uh, Shazamming songs? Um, whatever you know, the past couple of weeks has it's actually been what I've been watching on TV. And, you know, if yes. a song, you know, is playing in the background and scene or watching a movie, same thing. And yeah, that's uh, I've been shazamming everything. And um, yeah, that's uh, a couple of the songs I picked out are because they were playing in the background of a movie or a TV show. Oh, nice. You want soundtracks? I, I would take a similar approach, but yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm excited. And Keith, you've been shazamming a long time. Yeah, uh, for a long, long time. Uh, for those who know me at all, you know that I love knowing things. Mm-hmm. And I love being the one to initiate conversations about things. So anytime me and my friends are at, you know, a restaurant or we're walking down the street or watching a television show and I hear a song and I have any interest in it whatsoever, boom, Shazam's out. And I'm trying to figure out what is this? Who is this? You know, what's going on? So I use it for a lot of different things. Um there's a lot of different reasons to Shazam too, which I think is cool. Like maybe you hear a hook. That's a sample of a song, you know, yeah. and you want to know who sampled this, you know, who dares to sample that, you know? <laughs> I'm guilty or, of that same thing. Yep. Or like a, you hear a cover and you're like, who covered the Beatles? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and then you, and then you find out, Oh, this is actually really dope. So, <laughs> but, yeah. um, and then sometimes this, I think this is pretty unique to me. As I said, I like to know everything. Um, I'll hear a song. And I absolutely know the song and I know the name and I just cannot think of it. And I mm-hmm. want to bring it up to the person I'm with, but I don't want to sound stupid. So I quickly Shazam <laughs> it. So I have the name. <laughs> so, so that's why there's some really big pop songs on my Shazam list, but it's not, um, they're not going to make my actual cut. So yeah. 
Yeah, and I remember I had tracks like that too, where it's just like because I can't remember what the name of the track is or the person was just like, it's gotta be Shazam. Now, you know, it's in there. <laughs> but honestly, to like, at least to me, there was it always felt like a compliment when somebody had to Shazam the shit that you were playing instead of just like asking what was playing. You just see somebody like Shazam is like nice. They, they're they're into it. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's get down to our picks. Let's let's get into it. Oh, God, I'm just I'm really pissed on myself. I could have I could just look. I could have just like just saved it somewhere one, one way or another. You could have just lied. I would have never called you on it. <laughs> no, but I, I had to share. I gotta be honest on my show. I, I I had to share, and also it was just fuck. It was just it was just shitty. So anyway, the first one was um is is, is a soundtrack. And I actually really like the song. Well, it's it's a very it's a very new uh, from a very new movie, and it it really just caught my caught my attention as it was playing, and it's called "A Glowing Light, A Promise" by Makeup and Vanity Set. And this song is a song that plays um, when in Godzilla vs Kong, when Millie Bobby Brown and the uh, and the uh, the friend take off on the on the van. There's like an '80s vibe sound that plays with like with a cool fucking warping sound. And as I was playing out, like at the last second, because it, it, it's been on my mind. Like every time I play, I've watched this movie so many fucking times. And like tomorrow's the last day I get to watch it, probably for like ever <laughs> before I have to like really pay for it. Um, and it's been on my mind, uh, but I just never thought of looking at it, looking it up. And then I had this clusterfuck of not having a history. So I was like, I should Shazam this. And as I'm doing it, I was like, wait, what if this is not like an actual song and it's more like of a part of the score and it won't be a, that available because sometimes they don't do that. And in that moment, instantly it was like, oh, it's a song. So I get to add it. And it's actually more of an instrumental. There's like in the beginning, it's only in the beginning and at the end, there's like just some like spoken words, but it's just more like kind of like somebody talking into a, a walkie talkie type of thing. And the whole thing is just an instrumental. So a good way to start it. Just nice and, nice and, ca- nice and casual and cool. Uh, and chill. So, moving on. Aaron, what have you had to Shazam? I've I've been doing random stuff. Like uh, one of the one of the things I Shazam just a couple weeks ago was we had a lunch. We had a lunch meeting at work at Buffalo Wild Wings, and as soon as we were done, you know, we're we're son, done BSing or whatever. We're walking out the door, and a song comes on. I'm like, I know this song. Where the hell have I heard this before? And then. I pull my phone out and my buddies are like, are you coming? Like we're, we're like going back to work. And I was like, hang on. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. And the guy's like, all right, well see you at work, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) When you were like, you ruined it. Now I got to start over. (laughs) I'm like, shut your mouth. (laughs) This is incredibly important guy. (laughs) Yeah. So then I I ended up pulling it up and it's a cannibal by silver sun pickups. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And I I remember like, ah, man, I really like this song, but who the fuck is this so so yeah uh, that that's that's one that i did and uh ended up listening to it in spot on spotify on the way back to work and that's actually really cool third episode in and we get silver sun pickups last iteration took forever and then i i, I added it but we only had one silver sun pickup song so fuck yeah oh, nice cool so daniel what's yes. your shazam so this one is kind of cheating because i posted it on my facebook but it's the uh, infamous uh, Zemo dancing scene from the Falcon Winter, uh, Winter yes. Sol- uh, Soldier. Dude, yes. <laughs> so, you know, obviously the first clip, you know, it's very short. Shazam uh, couldn't get it in time. But once Disney and Marvel, you know, studios released the, uh, <laughs> the, you know, the full length video, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, here's my chance. And so I Shazammed it. 
<laughs> and it's uh, uh, Jim Davies uh, caged. And it's the Empyrean remix. And it's kind of like the first pick that you went with, uh, um, Josue. So it's kind of like it has vocals in the beginning, but then it gets very <laughs> industrial and like dubstepy. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what it is. But I fucking love this one. <laughs> Dude, this song was awesome in that episode. It almost felt like naughty, like we shouldn't be in this club. And then particularly just because of the song, just felt like completely not MCU. But I was like, I like this. I like this a lot. <laughs> so thank you for adding it. Thank you for looking it up. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Keith, what's on your phone? What's, what's, your, what's your Shazam? Oh my god, so many. So I went back and I had I had over a hundred for the record. Oh so, my god. So I narrowed it down and I got down to nine. And I did something I've never had to do for the playlist. I made a playlist of the nine songs and I've been listening <laughs> to it for two weeks, basically. Tell me more. So my first one I'm gonna put is this is gonna be really ironic because if anyone knows me, they know I fucking hate lame, boring white rappers. <laughs> They're the worst people on the planet. But this song actually features a lame, boring white rapper. <laughs> so um, it's G Easy. Of all of them, too, I know. Um, and, uh, I hate you. The artist is Say Grace. So okay. G Easy is the feature. Okay. Okay, that's better. Um, this actually samples the song You Don't Own Me. And that's mm-hmm. the name of the title of the song as well You Don't Own Me. And. It's this incredible song, and you'll know it when you hear me when you hear it, um, because it's a really really popular song from the '60s by Leslie Gore, who just passed away, by the way. Um, yeah, but it but it's very much a feminist like badass anthem, where it's like you know, don't treat me like one of your toys and stuff like that, and that was really badass back in the '60s, you know. So, mm. um, so this uh, this singer say Grace. Uh, re-sang that song instead of sampling it she actually sang the song and then GEZ did like some rap bits onto it which he, he sounds fine it's the best he's ever sounded of course um, but yeah no it's really cool it's like uh, you just gotta check it out it's really good but uh, I distinctly remember this one uh, I was in a um, I was in a uh, what's it called um, a restaurant there we go I don't know why I said that uh, I was in a restaurant and it was trivia night and between the commercial or between the questions while they're waiting for you to write down your answers they play songs and this started and this was one of those situations where i'm like who covered this like i'm like who would ever <laughs> like it's it's like covering patsy klein like who covered blue Ooh, like what God, <laughs> like, Jesus. and it was leanne rhymes by the way but anyways um so yeah um <laughs> but yeah so you don't know me that's that's what i i that's the other thing i was gonna mention i remember where i shazammed each of these so i'll be nice. telling you <laughs> so yeah nice um the first one was in my room, by the way. My first pick was in, I should have in my room this of week. Of course. <laughs> What's uh, the next pick? Hold on. Oh, wait, wait. The, yeah. the, the Yellow Claw remix? Uh, no, I just have the bass version. Oh, no, no. I was asking uh, Oswe, uh the Yellow Claw remix of oh. In My Room. <laughs> oh. That's going to be a no, probably, then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And Keith, I honestly thought you were going to go with Machine Gun Kelly. No. For lame stuff. No, and there's no. also serious stuff you want to add to the jukebox too. We don't want to add Machine Gun Kelly to jukebox. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly was on the last uh, was on the last playlist, by the way. I know, but I didn't add him. That was Tanner's fault. <laughs> yeah, Tanner. Tanner's a fun one. <laughs> Always welcomed, but a fun one. <laughs> All right. So for my pick number two is something I should always have been doing every time I've been going every week. 
Uh, and that's the lovely place that is Books with Pictures, where I go to buy my comics every Wednesday. Yeah. There's a lovely person that works there. His name is Nick, Nick Orr. And he's always jamming out to like the best music. Like I'm just always like in just like in this chill state, just picking out my comics from like the walls uh, and the shelves and just having such a great time because he tends to play stuff, beautiful stuff like Black Dog by Arlor Parks. And as that's what I shazam this week. And I was like, wow, this is just so fucking lovely. And a great song too. Like, God, it's like, again, it's something I'm, I'm going to be doing every time I just go back to my corner in, in the store and just like, before I get my picks, just shazam it while I know what I'm just like jamming out to later or at least like picking up my stuff to later. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend this one. It's just such a great song. Black Dog, Arlo Parks. Uh, I can't remember the particular line. I'm just like, I'm really fond of right now, but you, you'll, you'll know when you hear it because it is, again, just lovely. Thanks again, Nick. So, Aaron, what have you sound handed or shazammed? Okay. So, my daughter works at Hot Topic. Nice. <laughs> my oldest does. And I went in there not too long ago and I heard something that sounded freaking great. I was like, who is this? And they're like, oh, I don't know. It's it's controlled by by satellite. We don't have any say over it, so we don't even know what's playing. <laughs> like, All right, cool. So I ended up having I ended up having to sound hound it and it was a night boast by Night Beast. I don't know if any either <laughs> of you guys have ever heard of it before, but he's kind of he's kind of funny. He does like some raps. Um, he does a little bit of rock stuff, but all, almost all of his songs are like really like uh, comedic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's really good. I I I don't even know if I've even tried to look for it on Spotify, but I was like, oh, this is this is great. And I ended up uh, downloading downloading his whole his whole album, and I think it came out in like 2010 or something like that. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight when it came out. So, oh. so it was Night Beast, and what was the name of the track again? Uh, Night Boast. Night no, Boast. He's like talk, talking about himself. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 pretty great. If you get a, if you get a chance, if you could find it, listen to it. It's it's funny. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll look for it. <laughs> I knew I did right by swapping the 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 slots between you and Daniel. So, holy shit, going from Baller Parks to Night Beast this is going to be fucking great. All right, Daniel. What yes. have you shazammed? What also? What have you also shazammed? Uh, man, the last two picks are actually from Invincible. Uh, this one, <laughs> love it, um, is from the pilot episode. I can't remember the specific scene, but mm-hmm. it's uh, "Knock Me Off My Feet" by Soak. Soak S O A K. Yes, S O A K. Again, can't remember the particular scene, but it's from the show Invincible. That's all I remember. <laughs> nice. And you really liked it. Cool. Yes. Dude, very hipstery, awesome very emotionally, you, you know, getting in tune with my emotions again. Not going to lie. But yeah. I mean, that's what the app is for. You sammed it because you liked it, and we're all going to get into it because of you. So thank you. <laughs> uh, Keith, what's your next Shazam pick out of your 100 plus songs? God, I wish I had my list too. <laughs> Okay, this is one of those ones that I'm like, I should fucking know this song. I hear it everywhere. Why don't I know okay. the name of this song? I love it. Uh, and you all know this song, probably. I mean, everybody knows this song. Uh, but it's not one of those super massive hits I'm, I was talking about before. Uh, it's Borns and the song Electric Love. Oh, hell yeah. I saw them live, too. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. I love this song and like... 
like I don't, that moment, you know, when they hold the the note for Electric Love, like they go on, like holy crap, that's like a soaring moment in music for me. I fucking love that moment. It's it's, it's amazing. Like I just feel really like free. I don't know, and I feel like just spreading my arms like crazy, <laughs> like a crazy person. So I love this song. It's really really great. Um, this one, I, I told you guys, I was gonna give the story behind each one of these. Um, this one. We were walking down the street of, or we were walking down Mill Avenue, actually, in Tempe. Cool. <laughs> and we were walking past one of the restaurants that plays their own music. And we were heading down to go get to Restaurant Mexico, Rest in Peace Restaurant Mexico. You're the best Mexican food in Arizona, um, which is now a fucking Taco Bell for the record. Um, <laughs> so, but we were walking that way and they were playing, and I stopped my friends dead. And I'm like, I, I just need a moment. And like, literally, they probably know the name of the song, but I didn't want to ask them. And I'm like, I got to see something on my phone. And I checked and I was like, okay, we're good. And then I'm like, hey, that song by Borns is really good. <laughs> like, I'm such a poser, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's my second song. I love this. I love this song. And I'm glad I thought I'm glad I saw it on my Shazam because I would have never thought to add to the playlist, but it totally deserves to be here. Fuck yeah. Awesome. I, I, I love those kinds of picks. They, yeah, I love them. Uh, so my last Shazam pick that. I know I did Shazam this one just because I'm very fond of this song. And I know from who I Shazammed it from, uh, from my really good friend Iraq, uh, who I moved up here with. Uh, he was playing, jamming out to this song. And I was like, I have to fucking know what this is. Uh, it is, I call it Droogs because it's spelled like Droogs, like in Clockwork Orange. Uh, but it's Drugs because it's a remix to um, Anderson Park's song Drugs. And yeah, it's called Drugs with two O's instead. And it's by No Worries or NX Worries. And it's it's a duo, it's a collaboration duo with Anderson Park and a, a hip hop producer Knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it's really fucking good. It's really one of like some of the early stuff like you kind of get to hear from Anderson Park before now he's just fucking it, Anderson Park. Uh, yeah. But this is just really fucking fun. Like it has Link Up and Suede, which is just damn good songs. But instead of just like, I mean, I'm sure he incorporated some of the music into it, but just working with with producer knowledge, they're just great fucking songs. Uh, Twitch later at Everyday Music, a record store up here, I out of nowhere, I was able to, able to find a physical vinyl record of this thing. Like I never thought this even would actually ever exist. And shit, I'm just it's like a personal treasure of mine. Uh, so yeah, I should definitely should it from that guy because he would always just constantly play dope ass music. So, and I'm glad to be adding it to this one because I know it's in the, last, in the last iteration, but under a different category. But now, yeah, it's it's, it's under here, and it just it feels right. So, drugs oh. by no worries, drugs, with, okay. but it's a uh, NX worries one word and drugs with two O's instead of a U. So, last round going, Aaron. What's your last Shazam pick? Uh, be plowed by sponge. I love, I love nineties music. I love, um, nineties movies. Well, we w- recently, like a week ago, just watched, uh, empire records again for like probably yes. the 50th time. <laughs> um, and the song at the end, when they're doing the, like the concert outside and whatever, yeah. um, had this awesome freaking, uh, 
saw, um, you know, in the chorus, it was like, say a prayer for me, whatever. And yeah. I can't sing. So forgive me. You can cut that out. But <laughs> no. I, I thought, I thought that was so awesome. I was like, well, man, what, who the hell is this? So I, of course I, I sound hounded it and didn't, didn't work. So I had to <laughs> ask Siri and she told me, and it was, uh, yeah, it's plowed by sponge. And I ended up, um, listening to it i put in my airpods listen to it like three or four times i was like man that's a that's a rad rad freaking song yeah right when you get to find like that soundtrack song or you get to hear like the full version instead of just like the little scene that you know it for yeah and, and of course you know like yeah the only word lyrics in it i know it, it I, I don't i didn't think i heard the word plowed like once so of course i'm not going to be able to look at the soundtrack and find what the hell that song is so i had to, <laughs> yeah. i had to sound hound it <laughs> yeah. nice that's, I would like to point out this is the second episode in a row that Empire Records has gotten a shout out. That's true. Um, so I'm going to start hiding Empire Records lines in all of my reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do it, dude. I, I fucking love it. All right. And we're calling people Warren. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Daniel. Yeah. So the last pick is not from episode seven of Invincible. It was from ac- actually from episode six. Um, <laughs> this is when uh, <laughs> when they go back to the uh, to Rick's dorm, and uh, Mark is trying to actually you know find a way to say sorry to uh, to Amber. So he walks yeah. into the room, and she's passed out. Um, you're pretending to be passed out, and they both cry, but it's up. Uh, Oh, and I just dropped my phone. Um, it's chapter six, uh, Many Mistakes um, by Jack Sanderson. Nice. Jack Anderson. Oops. I'm all over the place with my keyboard. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Many Mistakes, Jack Sanderson. Thank you. Once I watch these, I'm like, oh, this is the song he's talking about. I love it. <laughs> and Keith, how are you going to close off this episode with your Shazam picks? Okay. As always, because I go last, I like to throw out my honorable mentions before the big reveal. Yeah. Um, I had over 100, as I said, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, I will say that Low Life by That Poppy was on there, and oh, I was tempted. <laughs> but, but it'll be on there another time, I'm sure. Um, I found a, an EDM track, actually, that I really liked by nice. a guy named Hallman, and it's a song called Every Battle, which I really dug. Um uh, Freak by Suburban was really cool, but it was kind of like a like ICP if they weren't lame. Uh, <laughs> and, and then um, I told Osway one of the cool things about this, and I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the episode, is finding covers. Yeah, you know. And I had two covers that I was like, I'm only going to let one of these on the playlist, and neither of them actually made the cut. Um, so one is the Lemonheads version of Mrs. Robinson, nice, which is really good, and the other is Rancid doing Ruby Soho. So, oh, I yeah. love that one. It's <laughs> a great one. Yeah. It's such a good one. Yeah. So, uh, but my final pick is actually a hip hop track. Cool. And it's um, it's by a young female uh, artist that we don't uh, really know very well yet. Um, but she's, and this is a trademark Keith prediction, gonna be a big big deal. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, her name is Tierra Wack, W A A C K. Um, so she, some people have been like um, comparing her or saying she's probably going to be the new Missy Elliott. 
which Continue. I'm not. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that yet, but That's I really standard, like her yeah. music. Yeah. Um, she actually, I found her because it was a commercial. Mm. And I was like, oh, what's this commercial? And it was for Apple, Apple products. That's what it was. And I found out she's actually the star of the commercial. I didn't realize that. <laughs> um, but she actually has two songs in that. The first one's called Feel Good. That's not the one I picked. I picked peppers and onions and this song is excellent i fucking love it like it's really basic but it's also like she's you know missy's fun you know what i mean i think that's how they like they came up with the comparison to missy elliott was that missy elliott is just a fun performer you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and this chick very much comes off that way like she's having fun like and she she has no problem dropping her voice down to a little bass every once in a while you know like just just giving you a great experience. So she's, I mean, me and Hosoi talk about female rappers a lot, modern female rappers, mm-hmm. because we're big fans of Megan and, you know, and Cardi's pretty Snow cool. the product. Snow's great. Yeah. But like, she's, she's pretty different than all of them, in my opinion. Hmm. And, okay. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really digging it. So totally check it out. Hosoi specific. I think you'll really like it. Dope. Um, and the lyrics are great. Uh, you know, I'm a lyric guy. So it's very much like, it's really empowering without being cheesy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like uh, the main hook is like, um, what was it? It's, it's basically saying uh, I'm only human is, is basically the hook of it. Mm-hmm. And it says, um, I'm trying to remember the exact line. It was like, um, I don't want to be judged. I don't, I, I, that's what it is. It's, I don't want to be judged. I just want to be me. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, this is cool. So <laughs> yeah. So Tierra Whack, Peppers and Onions. Nice. And it's cool that you, that you call it that you kind of found it through a commercial because one of my favorite bands now, uh, I ended up finding them through like a JBL commercial. They just, it was a band that just didn't really seem that fictitious for the for the commercial. So I was like, I have to look this up. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, it was because it was a JBL commercial. And it, that's where I, that's how I found the Joy Formidable. It was like, oh, yeah, they're great. A long time ago. And it's like, this band looks a little too real, but you couldn't really get the song out of it. I couldn't shazam it. Um, at the time, as much as I actually did want to, um, I just had to do like my own Google search. I was like, "What was that one band in that JBL commercial?" It's like I finally found like a name of a band. It's like that sounds right, and it's like, "Yeah, that's the fucking girl." So yeah, it was, I kind of just found the band in a similar way. Nice. These are all fucking awesome picks. Again, such a sensation of music musical vertical on here. So I'm gonna love adding these. Uh, yeah. Now we get to close this page and we on to the next section: new releases. It's been, it's like almost 10 o'clock. We get to see some new shit since it's like midnight on the East Coast. Uh, Keith, do you see any new stuff that you're excited for? Uh, I see a few things, but nothing this week. This week looks really weak, actually. Oh my God, it's out. You okay, bro? (laughs) Yeah, I'll wait till my turn. (gasps) Okay. Um, But coming up before our next recording, we are getting a couple things I'm excited about. Um, uh, First of all, we're finally getting Van Weezer from Weezer. Oh which yeah, been, which has been teased forever. You know, like uh, I'm so excited for that. Uh, also, we are getting the Amy Winehouse live album at the BBC. Yeah, so That's I'm cool. definitely, I'm definitely getting that. So I mean, it's just ah, she's great. And then Baby Rexa is actually coming out uh, that same week. So Baby Rexa is great, and she actually performed at WrestleMania. So. Um, yeah, I'm excited. So that's uh, once again another WrestleMania reference to Jukebox Vertigo. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's all I see, man. That I even give a shit about. I'll be honest with you. 
Cool, because um, I give a shit a little bit about a little things I've seen. Uh, Twenty One Savage has a single out for the Spiral Jigsaw movie or a Saw movie. <laughs> um, that's not really the main thing. <laughs> no, that's not what I, what I screamed out for. Um, I'll get to that last. Uh, this is also just a fun surprise. There's an like Edison Silencio, great, another greatest hits album for like th- 29 songs. So definitely gonna give that shit a go. A new Manchester Orchestra album, uh, Million Mass of God. Definitely gonna give that, that shit a go. And what I was actually fucking excited for, it's actually out, Gorgia, Fortitude. Oh, God. Because I, I, I'm, I'm really excited for it. There's a, all the singles were fucking excellent. I know I've ranted about the champ, but now I actually get to listen to it with, where is it? Oh, it's right in the middle. I fucking knew it was like an, inter, an interlude piece. Because uh, right now, I still hold as Howard Curie for the Sky, Mayor as Album of the Year. It's a fantastic metal album. But now I get Gorgia, so no, I just want to close out this episode so I can record the other one so I can listen to this and play Pokemon Snap at the same time. So, yes. <laughs> Moving on. Keith, what is in the roulette? Our next category for our next show is going to be... B-sides. B-sides? Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, we have some pretty set rules on this one. We'll, we'll, re, uh, we'll reconvene and make sure we're on the same page with everybody. So, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Fuck yeah, we did the roulette. Well, that concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Thank you to the co-host for the great picks. Uh, rounding off all the plugins. So, Aaron, anything you want to plug in? Where can we find you? Any shows you're on? Um, I actually have a YouTube channel called nice. uh, Ambiguously Brown, where I just do random. St- I do random stuff. Lately, I've been doing some gaming, uh, like console repair and you know stupid crap like that and uh i also have just within the last maybe three weeks started streaming on twitch and i am uh the ambiguously brown i know that sounds very pretentious and whatever <laughs> but um they only let you change your name like once every 60 days and after i changed it i was like oh ambiguously brown live sounds a lot better but i couldn't change it so now i'm now i'm stuck so yeah that those are the those are the two things that uh <laughs> that i've been in that i've been doing lately awesome Sweet. Uh, Daniel, your plugs. Yeah, um, you can find me um, doing a show with Mitch, uh, Televised Heroics. We're currently talking about Invincible, so it's kind of funny how this all lined up. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to go ahead and cover the uh, the finale here in the next couple of days. Really excited about that. And you can also find me on Twitter at Daniel. Fuck yeah. And Keith, your round of plugs. For the record, uh, those are audio listeners, uh, when he says super commie, Daniel, he means K-A-M-I, not commie as in communist. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I just heard it that way, so that's actually great. Daniel, you got to make an alt account. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so you can find me at WHI Podcast Keith. Uh, as you might know, that is a reference to our other show, We Have Issues. Uh, which you can find at WHI Podcast. Uh, so both those on Twitter. You can find our producer, Liz, at WHI Podcast Liz. And I'll let Hostway take it from there. And you can find me on Twitter at Hostway Reads Hostway. And of course, thank you to you, the listeners, for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. You can also follow us on Twitter at Geek Elite Media for all geek shows adjacent and at Jukebox Vertigo, where a public playlist will be added and shared weekly, as well as a short playlist to go with every new episode with our picks. Now let loose with your jams and geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Peace.